This is the JFJ Conspiracy, where the shop talk is rough. I'm Jim. And I'm Frank. And I'm Jerry. And this is the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast, where the shop talk is rock. Well, how you guys doing this week? Uh, good. Absolutely good, great. Gentlemen. Trying to stay dry from all the rain. Oh, yeah. three, four days straight. Wow. Well, I'm finally over. I've had a bout of a, uh, some kind of, I don't know what it is. We went, went to the Queen Mary a couple nights ago, and we went uh, ghost hunting. And I, I think oh, instead of catching... That's I think instead, instead of catching a ghost, I caught a cold of oh, some kind. But, or a ghost that gave you a cold. And we had <laughs> an awesome time. I'll, oh, I'll, good. I'll give a shout out to uh, Nick Groff. He is a, uh, he's does um, ghost, he did ghost adventures and he does uh, paranormal activity shows. It's just oh. really, really interesting stuff. And, and you have to go in with an open mind. And it was neat being in a room with a bunch of people who were not judgmental. They were there to have a good time. They were all interested in the same thing. And we got to meet a lot of neat people along the way. Oh, End up cool. being a 12 or 13 hour day with these people. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it was a full That's unusual excursion. for you. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I like to be in bed by eight. 12 or 13 minutes is Frank's limit with new people, Jim. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of people. And uh, we had a good time. We we really did. Met a lot of good folks. And uh, yeah, uh, Cindy had a blast. And it was kind of a birthday oh, yeah. present to her. So I'll give her a happy birthday nice. shout out. Oh, happy birthday, Cindy. Yeah. yeah. Happy birthday. Hey, we were um, talking a little bit um, before the podcast started. Today is Alice Cooper's birthday. That's right. And uh, 71 years old. That's hard to hard to believe. Wow. But, uh, oh, wow. All our heroes are <laughs> late. He's still, he's still doing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think he has any sign of slowing <laughs> down whatsoever. So no? uh, Jim, Jim came up with a great question. Uh, do you have a favorite Alice Cooper song? And uh, I know Jerry's been chomping at the bit to tell us what his is. So let's start with Jerry. What's your favorite Alice Cooper song? Under My Wheels. There you go. Ah, I love it. Great one. I love it. That that early music, that that first Ah. band of his, uh, it wasn't his, it was actually the Alice Cooper band. Right. When it all started out, it wasn't all about him. Uh, But, oh, that out, was that Killers? Is that off a... It sounds about right. Something Killers, like 1971, something like that. 71, 72. All oh. his good stuff. Well, Greatest Hits came out in 74. So yeah. he, was, he was putting <laughs> stuff out 71, yeah. 72, 73. Yeah. But yeah, Under My Wheels is always my favorite. Mm. I like that song. Muscle of Love, I like also. There you go. Just, oh, yeah. Just throwing it in there. <laughs> I love the way it starts. Oh, yeah. Good um, riff. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, when you posed the question earlier to pick a song, I thought, oh, no brainer. You know, I'll go back and just. I'll pick this. Oh, no, no, it's not that. Okay, wait, wait. End up uh, listening to music most of the afternoon while I was supposed to be babysitting my grandson. And um, <laughs> Well, first of all, for the record, multitasking, absolutely. Um, <laughs> the favorite album of mine of Alice Cooper's, I, I could, had to go with a full album to start, is From the Inside. Oh, um, yeah. If, if mm. you haven't heard that album, it's a concept album about him being in an insane asylum type of deal. Uh just and great song every the title song. track great yes tune. it starts off hard and it's just one song after another after another I, I had that album in my rotation for the longest time where i would listen to it while i was driving because check it out yeah. great yeah from the inside check it out but oh. today and only today probably my favorite alice cooper song i'm gonna go back to 1973 and the muscle of love album and i'm gonna just tell you that uh working up a sweat no, let me tell you something. <laughs> Alice Cooper has never had a problem. I've read this in interviews. He's never had a problem coming up with lyrics. He says they, for whatever reason, they just come naturally for him. And yeah. he's always tongue in cheek. If you listen to him, there's a lot of humor. He was Weird Al before Weird Al was. Yeah, mm-hmm. Unfinished Sweet is a classic. If you listen oh, yeah, to that. yeah. About about going to the chair. dentist. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> what? But if I can remember correctly, the working up a sweat, there's one part about, you know, the bandages come off today, really feeling sick. 
the hardest part explaining all those blisters on my nose. You know, <laughs> we're totally expecting something else. Right. But that was the type of lyrics that he wrote, and yeah. I didn't catch them in 1973 at 10 years old. No, I didn't catch any of that stuff. Oh. I, I love the music. I didn't catch any of the, you know. Well, my brother Dennis lyrics, had yeah. the album, Muscle of Love, which actually came in a cardboard card. Yep. Yeah. That's back box. when yep. record companies put money into stuff. They, they mm-hmm. backed it up, and you opened it up, and there was a whole thing about the guys going to New York for the first time from the actual song, you know, uh, um, Muscle of Love and all these other songs. It's about the band mm. coming of age and going to New York and finding the strip shows and all this stuff. Well, the, the, the big the cartoon almost of it was they go into a strip show and it's, you know, nude live women and all this. And on the back, you flip it over and it's a gorilla who has just torn these guys right. to pieces. Yes. I was just, as a kid, enthralled with it. I would just look at that and just like, that. It, the imagination on these guys. This yeah. is just, yeah. I, I remember thinking, you know, am I going to get in trouble if I uh-huh. look at this? You and know, that was the last album with the original Alice Cooper band. Right. And then from there, it became Alice Cooper as a solo yeah. act. But ah, uh, still gives me chills. You listen to that album, Muscle of Love. Great, great mm-hmm. songs. Yeah. What about you, Jim? Uh, this will probably sound a little cliche, I think. Um, because I I, pro- I don't know how many songs I ran through my head, just of songs of his that I love. But um, one song I love of his that I just never tire of is No More Mr. Nice Guy. Ah, that's one classic. of his biggest it's hits. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. One of his biggest hits, yeah. you know. So, I mean, it, like I said, it sounds a little cliche or mm. whatever. Not really. Good um, lyrics, though. Yeah. Good lyrics. Uh, if, I, if I had to pick an album, I'd probably say Welcome to My Nightmare. Ah, good album. Yes. Yeah, yes. The concept album. Uh, yes. yes. I was a big fan of that. I love Billion Dollar Babies. Um, like I said, there was a string of albums there for a while where they were just... He couldn't miss. They yeah. couldn't miss. Yeah. He was yeah, knocking yeah. them out of the park. And, mm. and like I said, he did go for a while there. Whatever was the trend, he would kind of change his music to that. And that's kind of when I got away from his music a little bit. I ended up going back and buying it later. But some of his albums, like any big band, you you get one or two great songs, and the rest of it's just... Eh, you know, forgettable. Yeah. But yeah. those early albums. Oh. Yeah. And and what what more classic, Jim, than having Vincent Price, you know, on your record. Well, right. Right. That to this day when you hear that on the radio, it's it's like this takes us back to a time, man. My That's, gosh, I forgot that, guys. Yeah. I was thinking that about little. his little rap in the thriller. <laughs> that too, yeah. No, I forgot. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. guys, I forgot about that. Oh yeah. Oh, well done. Frank. And, and, well, well done. And I, I forgot about that. And how, how taboo it was uh, for singing Cold yeah. Ethel. Remember? I, I remember right. singing that around my mom and her looking at me like, you sick child, you. What are you doing? <laughs> I failed my child. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm. Now, well done. Like I, I've seen him a couple times in concert. The last time, I think it was 2007. And uh, we've talked about this before. Stellar musicians always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great oh, yeah. show. And he, he, if it wasn't for Alice Cooper, there'd be no Kiss. There, there would be no Guar. There'd be no. Rob Zombie. Zomp, none of them. Because he was, and then granted, he took it from somebody else. And, you know, it, yeah. it, it, all, it all comes from somewhere. But he took it to a level at that time. I, you remember when he would be on TV on a, a night show, whatever, a, a, you know, it was a, it was a, like a night gallery or a whatever. It was with those two old ladies or something. But uh-huh. I remember the big buzz was Alice Cooper's going to be on TV tonight. Yeah. You know, and he was going to be on and, yeah. on this and, cop and, show. And and when he's talking to the police, he's surprisingly normal. Right. You know? And he's <laughs> and, and he and he speaks to him in like a like a like a like a poem. Mm-hmm. And and I remember the show. It's the two old ladies. Helen Hayes is one of them, and they were two old lady detectives. Yes. And he was doing a show at a bar, small dive. And they went in there to ask him something, and he just, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Alice Cooper's going to be on TV tonight, and I can't think of the show. Two old ladies, detectives, like yeah. a Miss Marple or something like that. Mm. Well, wow. there were so many of them back in the seventies. Yes, that was the, the the in show. You know, the the detective shows were the in thing. Yeah, so, mm. but oh, Alice Cooper, you can't go wrong. Um, I, I've told you guys before, I don't care for the Desmond Child collaborations. Um. 
everybody was doing it at the time. Yeah, yeah, and that's like I said, he would change the style of music and the style of how he sang, and it wasn't true to Alice Cooper, in my opinion. Although he only got his biggest hits, probably you know, Poison and Free, Feed My Frankenstein and all those MTV hits. But, right. Uh, that, well, he adapted that to that pretty well. He adapted that pretty well. The yeah. MTV thing. Yeah. And that wasn't that wasn't my favorite era of Alice Cooper, though. No, but he kept so. on rolling. He kept on steamrolling. Yeah, he's doing stuff. You know, I'd go to show now. Him. Did, yeah. did Did either of you get the um, Welcome to My Nightmare Two? The uh, return to Welcome to My Nightmare. No, that did, he not. did. No, uh, did not. I forget the uh, girl's mm. name. Kasha. Is that is that her name? Um, Pop star is on it featured on oh, the Kesha. album. Kesha. Kesha. See, is what do I know? Yeah, yeah. I, Kesha Maroon Five. It's all the same. But that would be <laughs> uh, yeah. That would turn me away from it. Well, there. She, right. She was, I think, a big fan, and so they did a song together on on just one on the album, and uh, it pairs to the original, but uh, it had some good songs on there. Still, it was hmm. not not bad. Really? Yeah. So check out Alice Cooper. You can't go wrong. Well, Yep. Yeah, welcome to my night. Wish him, a, wish him a happy birthday. Yeah, oh. 71 years old. 71. That's my great. God. And, and like I said, no no sign of stopping because he. Oh, uh, no. he's enjoying what he's doing, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, guys. Well, let's uh, let's talk about some new music. Let's do it. Shall we? Let's do it. Um, we've got three new bands here uh, tonight. And let's start with um, Jerry. You seem to be the guy. Uh, thank you, Frank. No, I'm just eyeing my notes here. Uh, the artist I have tonight is Jerry Lennon, as in Vladimir, mm-hmm. not as in John Lennon. Right. It's Jerry Lennon, L-E-N-I-N, <laughs> and obviously he's Russian. But he's got some good stuff. And uh, apparently in, in Russia, he's a, he's a big star. He was in a band. Now, check this out. Um, Russia's It's a Russia's famous punk band called The Four Cockroaches. <laughs> right. I like that. <laughs> That's what I thought. And and later they changed the name to Terracana, which if you Google that, it's those big beetles that are segmented <laughs> like on Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. So, you know, roaches, beetles, you know, whatever. But um, it, it's progressive rock, they call it, or, uh, from Freestyle Records. And he's got a single out from 2014 is when the album hit. It's called Don't Bury Me Before I Die, also the name of the album. And it's a good little tune. He's got a an LP also blind of tears um with ladies man now i guess ladies man he's kind of like fronting the group so oh. it's not necessary it says jerry lennon and ladies man and they got two albums uh blind of tears and loaded with love right. that both came out in 2018 november 2nd and november 30th respectively so he's cranking oh, stuff wow. out um he's got a new single called welcome to hell which is gonna he's gonna have a that's just a single off the forthcoming lp so folks when we get it we'll throw it out there but um I like it. I, I like this stuff. Obviously, there's a little language barrier, but the song Frank's going to play, folks, is it's good music. I get a little, I get a little in excess out of it. The keyboard in the background, the backing guitars, I get a little sticks out of it too. He sounds a little bit like Dennis DeYoung, but it's it, it's really good stuff. He does everything: <laughs> music, lyric, recording, mix, mastering, and I like that. I like yeah. the, like yeah. Shaking Abe does. There you know, you the whole thing in one bag you don't have to worry about well who who you know edited my stuff you right. know it's well, <laughs> one stop can shop. only blame one person yeah yeah, yeah. so <laughs> a lot of blame and it, yeah and i like this stuff i, I like it he's got so he's co-leader of also a band called mechanical poet wow he sang for a band called luna damien and uh again leader of the glam rock band ladies man but it has his name also it says jerry lennon jerry lennon and ladies man but it's it's just good stuff. It's good, good music, good old rock and roll, and I like it. And obviously, he's trying. You know, the language barrier is a thing, but he has an album out. I found on on YouTube. It's all in Russian. The album covers in Russian. I don't know what it says, but I listened to the album and it's fantastic. <laughs> all right. I have no idea what he's saying, Dang. but it's great. It's great music. It's great. Mu- da, it's great ah. music. <laughs> well, let's get. <give>, uh... <laughs> Jerry Lennon. Jerry Lennon and Don't Bury Me Before I Die. Mm. Let's give it a listen. Mm. 
Before I die. No, yet. Yet. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, your, your Russian is impeccable there. Okay? Yes. Well, <laughs> thank you very much, gentlemen. I appreciate that. I learned something in school. <laughs> that That's some uh, catchy guitar work. It is, and are you going to, if you show that cover photo I'm thinking of, Frank, yes. of course, yes. Homeboy's got a Gibson Les Paul Sunburst, right. which our, our our boy Ace Freely is known to play once or twice, so right. that gets me too. But, you know, you appreciate it, and it's it's good stuff to me. I like it. I like it, guys. Yeah, it's um slightly dated in the style. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I wonder if that is because of the location. It seems like last week, I would agree. the last uh, episode, we had uh, Hardware 86, and they awesome musicians, but they sound a little dated. Mm-hmm. And, and I just wonder if it's just that side of, uh, you know. That uh, side of the planet gets stuff later than us. Maybe so. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe, maybe so. it's a NASA thing. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> you're right. It sounds dated. It came out in 2014, but if you go to iTunes Fresh right now, it says August of 2018. So I don't know if he polished it up and re-released it or yeah. what, but, you know. It's only five years ago, guys. Yeah, no, I like the I like you know, the four years ago and change. Yeah, a little, uh, you know, a little scorpion esque on the on the vocals. Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. you said you yeah. said you said you heard sticks with Dennis DeYoung. I, yeah, it's a couple of the notes he hits sounds a little Dennis DeYoungy to me, but mm-hmm. you know that's neither here nor there. He's he's doing his own thing and cool. it's original. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Very yeah, good. Yeah, the vocal, vocal quality vocal quality reminds me of Dennis DeYoung. Mm-hmm. Um, I give the guy props for singing in English. You know, right. And and guys, think about it. It can't be easy to throw out the nuance in a different language. No, you know, we're used to our little innuendo and nuance and the way you say things or the way you embellish it. And, and, you know, like I said, that first album is completely in Russian, the singing and everything. But if you listen to the music, it's righteous. It's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's interesting. Somebody made the comment or I read somewhere that, uh, you know, other parts of the world just aren't as trendy as we are. Mm -hmm. You know, we jump into a band and we. You know, they're one hit wonders here, but then they, you know, the rest of the world, they, they go on and on. I'll give you, a, I'll give you an example, a band like AHA. So they're remembered reading for Take my mind, On Me. Jim. Oh my God, read my mind. But they sold something like 100 million records right. worldwide, you know, but here they were, they were kind of a flavor of the month and that was it. And here, I, and I believe best new band winner and, you know, the Grammys. Kiss, just, kiss of death. Yes. Uh, yeah. Just saying. <laughs> I thought you were going to mention David Hasselhoff. So I'm. I was <laughs> oh, off, oh off that's right. Bit. Isn't he a big. I don't, I don't think David ever had a hit here. He's never, <laughs> no. never been anything here. He's huge. Not in Germany. singing. Not He's singing a, anyway. No. Night Rider I'll take every day of the week, but don't sing. <laughs> yeah. Don't sing, Michael Knight. Please. Don't, don't hassle the Hoff. It's no, just odd. <laughs> it's just odd how trends are different in, in you know, different countries. Yeah. But it's. Good music. Jerry Lennon, Don't Bury Me Before I Jerry Die. Jerry Lennon. Like it. I like it. All right, well, uh, let's go with uh, – I'm trying to decide. Do you want to go next, Jim, or do you want to save uh, – I don't care. I'll, I'll go next. You sure? Okay. Sure. Why not? Okay, so the group I have is called the Broadlets. They're a uh, power trio for uh, four young women from Dallas, Texas. Uh 
they have kind of a surfy sound. I found them on Bandcamp, just, just kind of going through, uh, looking at different bands under the Power Pop banner. Um, I'll, I'll give you their, <laughs> I'll give you their little spiel from uh, from their Bandcamp thing. It says, "Be confident, love yourself and your body. Start a band and take your shirt off in front of strangers. Do whatever you want." Wow. And uh, kind of the impression I get is they were just four friends who started a band. They picked up instruments and started going. They're all self-taught. And uh, I like their sound. I like the honesty of what they're doing. Um, you know, I listened to the whole album. They sing about uh, kind of a variety of different emotions. Uh, things I think uh, young women would probably maybe relate to a little better, you know, like uh, being shy in front of the guy at school. And uh, they sing a lot about body positivity and things like that. They actually do perform in bralettes sometimes. <laughs> I don't even um, know what that is. It's uh, it's like a I guess it's like a bra you wear on the outside of your as clothing. I I don't I'm not 100 percent sure myself. Um, <laughs> but it's it's got a real 60s vibe to it, 60s girl group kind of thing going on. Uh, it's got that surfy kind of reverb tone on oh, the guitar. Surface. It's uh, so there's three of them. It's Paulina. We only get first names. Fortunately for me, they're easy to pronounce. Yeah, so I'm not, I never get it that way. I, I, no. Yeah, well, I'm not doing any Scandinavians <laughs> or, or Russians this week. So um, Paulina, <laughs> who plays guitar and sings. Molly, who plays bass and does backing vocals. And Andy. And uh, they, they call themselves Bubblegum Punk. All right. So yeah. uh, let's let's listen. This uh, This track is called Scary Harry. This is Scary Harry. Let's give it a listen. That is the Brawlets. I like it. Gary Harry. <laughs> uh, first impressions, I was thinking of the five, six, seven, eights. And, uh, uh, yeah. And, yeah, I could, I could see that. And, and I mean, that is a total compliment, not as a knock. Yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of the uh, girl pop stuff as, as much as you are. You know, I'll listen. I don't, uh, don't own any. Other than the five, six, seven, eights, as a matter of fact, but um, <laughs> it's catchy, and and that's because of Quentin like Tarantino. It, yeah. yeah, no, but yeah, that's uh, that's gonna be it's interesting to hear. Said, it's funny you said Quentin Tarantino. That's what made me think of Frank. Is that yeah, that band in the movie? Uh, that would yeah. be the five, six, seven, eights, Jerry, and that's, that's why I brought okay, it. Okay, thank you. Okay, I appreciate that. <laughs> I always go to the I always go to the crazy eighty-eight scene, and that's where they're at. Yes, so I'm yeah. And, and well, I there's that's, um, that's what I thought of, though, Frank. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can tell Man. there's like a beautiful, obvious beautiful. Ramones influence in mm -hmm. there, too. And uh, mm -hmm. but it, 
they're, they're a young band. And uh, like I said, I just love the honesty of what they're doing. A um, little different than anything we've picked so far, I think. Um, I like it. Uh, kind, of a, kind of a lo-fi vibe almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, it's catchy. We picked that song particularly because they have a video for it. You can find it on YouTube. And uh, we'll, we'll post it down below so, uh, so you guys can check it out. But uh, the rest of the album is, uh, they do a song in Spanish called Dime. Hmm. There's, um, Talk to me. Like I said, it it kind of runs the gamuts of emotions through the through the record. It's uh, it's, there's some slower stuff. There's some faster stuff, and uh, uh, some stuff that's uh, this is kind of a the the video is kind of fun, kind of kitschy, and but there there's there's some really thought provoking lyrics actually in there. So, well, you you would think with a a name like the Brawlets, how serious are they going to be? Right, you know, it sounds like it's going to be a fun band, right? Yeah, you know, which is what you expect. <laughs> right, but like I said, they're they're like into this sort of body positivity thing, and so cool. Get on them, I think. Yeah, and, uh, hope, uh, like it's, they're just starting out, so we'd like know. to see where they uh, where they end up down the road. Yeah, glad. Well, we that's high praise you. indeed. That's high praise indeed. Then, like you said, Frank, of five, six, sevens, and eights. You know, I, I didn't know that was the name of the band. I just said, <laughs> that sounds like that band in the Kill Bill. There cool band. Go. I like right. five, I six, seven, no, no, that's, I love that, that, that whole kind of girl garage, yeah. Yeah. girl garage thing. Yeah, mm. no, very no, good. Yeah. It would be interesting to see where where the brawlets take off from here. <laughs> no, and I didn't mean it that no, way. No, no, <laughs> yeah, Frank. And I know how the band progresses from this moment on. Progresses from this point. Okay, on. all right. Check them out anyway, people. All like right, uh, yes. they're on Bandcamp. <laughs> on Bandcamp, very good. Now, is their album available also through Bandcamp, or is it just? Uh, uh, is there other outlets? Other digital? It's a, it's a digital download. So, right. and support your support your local bands, people. I, I tell you, um, these these bands that are putting the music out on Bandcamp, you're taking the time to listen to them. Uh, a lot of them, like I've, we've mentioned before, you can set your own price. And uh, you want to pay a dollar, pay a dollar. You want to pay $10 for a whole album or an EP or whatever. Uh, Bandcamp is great because it really benefits the artist. Bandcamp is great. Yeah, yeah. It does. And uh, and I found also that uh, it's not just digital downloads. Sometimes you can buy the vinyl straight mm-hmm. straight from the uh Artists, yes, isn't it a wonderful time? Or CD, or guys, vinyl is back out for debut artists. We can get some vinyl and digital. If, if we oh. could just get it at an affordable price, that's the thing. Um, well, you know, yeah. one thing yeah. at a time, Frank. Yeah. You know, one thing at a time. Vinyl and digital—that's a heck of a leap. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. All right. Well, the the band I actually is, a, is an artist. Um, it's a, a young man from Seattle, Washington, by the name of Alan Sobolik. And uh, when I was corresponding back and forth with him, uh, the main thing to him was uh, get my name right, please. So I actually rec- <laughs> seriously. So you well, know me and the, too good at it, Frank, the way so I put your name. Caught wind of that. <laughs> yes. So what I did is I I actually recorded myself saying his name, and I sent him the file, and I said, "Is this right?" And he says, "You may proceed." <laughs> so I guess I got it right. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah. I, as you guys know, I'm a fan of uh, guitars and home recording and the whole, like like Jim in the garage band situation. Uh, it doesn't have to be slick. It doesn't have to be perfect uh, as long as it's real sounding and raw. And, and Alan's got a, a sound in his guitar playing that I, I thoroughly enjoy. The song I'm going to play for you is called Scratch That Itch, which is also the name of a two-song single slash EP that he has out. came out in December of last year. Uh, he's playing the guitars and the bass and the vocals. Uh, and he's got help from Sebastian Rivera on drums and is recorded and mixed by uh, Cade Sampson. And um, the the B-side is uh, called the B-side Groove. And I was almost going to pick that song, uh, but I really like the song called Scratch That Itch. And keep an open mind with the vocals because it starts off, in my opinion, a little little rough on the vocals. But once he gets to singing and gets in there and gets a little growl to him, it, it it's really good. So this is Alan Sobolik with Scratch That Itch. <laughs> Simply fill all the holes and cracks. 
when I need my fix Someone lay the bass The itch, not that itch, and uh, Alan, I, I know you're going to hate me for that, but it's scratch the itch, and uh, yeah, well, you got his name right, so that's yeah, that's you know. a step in the right direction, right? Now that, like I said, that is raw garage music right there. You know, you're uh, mm-hmm. he's uh, talented, talented young man. Oh yeah, yeah. What'd you think, Jerry? I liked it. Good yeah. stuff. Very garagey. Very unique. Very. Um, you can tell it's all him. Mm-hmm. And I always like that. I always like it when somebody can just lay this stuff out. And I don't know how they record it. Do you do vocals first? Do you do bass first? Do you do drums first? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But anybody that's out there doing it like that on their own and self-producing and self-selling you know, selling it, I like it. I like it a lot. Cool. And he's local, Frank, you said? Uh, Seattle, Washington. Okay, well, yep. close enough. Yeah. yeah. I like it, West Coast. Yeah, boys. <laughs> what about you, Jim? <laughs> uh, it was a uh, it was a little slower than I expected mm-hmm. uh, when it started out. I thought it was going to pick up and kind of kind of boogie along, but um, it's got that uh, it's got that riffy sort of vibe to it, mm-hmm. that kind of a groove that I know you love, and yeah. uh, uh, it's well done. I liked it. I'd, I'd like to get uh, I'd like to get some more time with it, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I actually the, my my only like dig on it is, is i wish he had some tube screamer or something on that solo because that the, the rhythm work is so thick and juicy sounding yeah and then the, the solo comes in eh, it's just a little little titty little thin. For, yeah, yeah you gotta cut it hard you gotta cut it hard yeah. throw, throw a tube screamer on there maybe maybe double it up and holy mackerel i think you got yourself something there so but that's alan sobolik and scratch the itch check him out on he's available on Bandcamp. um now Interesting enough, he told me he, uh, I, what I do, guys, so you know kind of the process, is when we go through Bandcamp, uh, even though a lot of times you send me the music, I go back and I always purchase a song from the artist, even if it's just one song. So that way we're supporting them, and if we get a little love back from them from a follow, uh, a like, a share, whatever on, on the podcast, it's paid, it's worth it. So, Very good idea. With, with him, he didn't want any money. He says, "You know what? I don't have a way to get. I don't have PayPal." He says, "Just, just stream it, download it, or whatever." I went ahead and bought it anyway. So, Al, I don't good know how you. you're going to get your money, but you're going to get your money because. But yeah. Frank sent some, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I want, I want, you know, I want there to be a little bit of uh, um, reward for for all the hard work these artists yeah. are doing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I agree. Frank, you're at a buck. You you couldn't even buy even in our day. You couldn't even no. pick up a seven inch single for a what, buck. No. No. What was the forty five back in our days? I remember far back as I can remember it was maybe sixth grade, sixth or seventh. Zodies would have three forty fives for ninety nine cents. Yeah. Oh, really? But, I mean that that was a special occasion, Jim. It wasn't all the yeah. time. I mean, it was you, Tony when, Orlando when and Don. You know, right. trying, to, trying to remember my Jemco days. It seemed like they Jemco. came away with like a buck and a half or something. Right. I don't know. But right. you got two songs for a buck and a half. And now, uh, <laughs> you know, just talking about Bandcamp, you know, people people cry about, you know, spending a couple bucks to get no some songs. Great. But they think nothing of going and spending four bucks for a coffee at Starbucks. Right. There, go. there you, you know, go. Which is which is gone in, you know, 20 minutes or whatever. And well, what's a pack of cigarettes these days? Ten dollars? You know, it, 
Four bucks eight, you can pick. Four bucks you can change. pick up an EP. I was buying right? a guy in line. Yeah, last year for a guy in line. Eight twenty four, Frank. Yeah. I just said, my God, thank God I quit about ten years ago. Yeah. Now there my it is. Gosh, you know we we all have our own vices. Ours happen to be music. So yep. It's a lot cheaper than uh, smoking cigarettes, folks. That's for sure. <laughs> yes, it is, and you get a lot to, healthier. You get to revisit it too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's jump into this, guys. Let's move right along because uh, I'm kind of excited about this, Jerry. And yes, sir. This was Jim's pick, right? Uh huh. My right. pick. And what was it, Jim? Remind us. Cheap Trick in Color, the classic album, the second album, the sophomore release of Cheap Trick in Color. Wow. Take it ahead. Go ahead, Jim. Oh, okay. <laughs> let's, uh, let's just look. Uh, September 1977. Uh, Freshman recorded, year. Yeah, recorded here in oh Los Angeles. <laughs> produced by Tom Worman. Woo! Follow-up. You know, interestingly, their first album was released in 77 also. Right. Yeah, same year. They came right yeah. back with it. It was weird how they would do albums like that quick they all did back know? then it, it, back then yeah every yeah. six months kiss album coming out yeah i i digress sorry guys yeah <laughs> <laughs> they were they were hard up for money or whatever right so like hey get, get something so, else out there and yeah. you know i i love their uh debut me too and, and there's a there's a lot of bands like that their first album comes out and it's great and then the second come out album comes out and it just tanks but every once in a while, there's one of those bands that just, I think, builds on what they did on that debut, and they just come back with something better. And I think In Color is that. I mean, the, I think the songwriting is, is a little more polished, Great a little more radio-friendly, yeah. uh, just like they had gotten their feet underneath them. And, uh, and it's just such a good album. Yep. I mean, there's really not a bad track on the album. No. Uh, okay. Uh, here we go, Frank. Hang on, folks. Uh, you're what, all talk. The, you, you're all talk. Okay. Yeah. You're all talk, I will say, is my least favorite song on the album. They went disco on us, guys. Come on. <laughs> oh, you think it's disco? Oh, I guess it's got a little bit of a that disco-y. Bunny kind of is going on 100 especially miles in an hour. Especially the outro, right? Yeah. Um, least favorite song on the album, though, yes. is You're All Talk. Yeah. And uh, my son was down here last week. We listened to it together, and... We both agreed, like, least favorite, you're all talk. Yeah. I'm looking at the song list. Uh, I would agree with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Least uh, favorite, but it's still good. Now, my son, so, Dominic, I always like to yeah. give him a shout out because he's into music. Uh, he, he went ahead. I told him what we were going to be, you know, talking about, and he watched the podcast. He went out right away and, and listened to it, and he was angry at Hello There because it's a minute and 41 seconds, and he says, I'm just getting into the song, and it's over. He says, "What's up with a song that's a minute and forty-one seconds long?" That—that's how you have a. You're ten talking song, to the wrong that, person. That's I how you know. have a ten-song album with at forty-one minutes. Well, that's how you do it, Dominic. You—you know, <laughs> you got ten songs, forty-one minutes. It didn't minutes. need to be any longer. It's—it's it's a minute <laughs> but, and a half you know of what? perfection. I think even to this All day, is, hello there. Yeah, it's time to rock. To this uh, day, that's how they open their concerts, man. That's uh, uh, yes. It jumps that's in, classic. and then it go into a medley of some time or, or what. Uh, Cindy and I went and saw them and Peter Frampton not long ago. It was a year or two ago. Boy. And it oh. was took me back to 1977. They, those guys mm-hmm. are just as good live now as they were, you know, 30 plus years ago. Is that the year oh. you saw them? First I time? saw them in 77. They opened for Kiss. Um, for Kiss first yeah. time I saw them. And I, I didn't, I'd never heard of them at that point. And I uh, went out right away and went out. I took my mom to take me to Music Plus and buy their <laughs> albums right after that Kiss show. God bless her. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, so did it's, you pick up the first album, or did you pick up In Color? I picked up In Color because it had I want I want you to want me on there, and, and the, yeah. they played most of the songs from that. Um, there was a few from uh, the first album, but it, the majority of it was In Color. Yeah, and, and probably uh, only like a thirty minute set, right? Or it 40 was minute set. maybe forty minutes, and I, I couldn't tell you to be honest with you. It's been, it's been you, you know you're amped up for Kiss, so sure, yeah, uh, of course. But that was the only time I think. In in my life that I saw an opening band that I was a little disappointed they were over. You know, they were done. Yeah. Because most of the time you look at your watch, okay, I, I got time to go to the bathroom. or you know. When do we get to the headliner, right? Yeah. What's <laughs> the headliner coming on? And they had so much energy. Awesome show. Awesome show. Uh, now, I Want You to Want Me is, is another song that's been played out way too much. Uh, um, 
good song, but it's not. Uh, it's nothing I have to hear. On the a live basis. version is played out. Oh yeah, well, that Budokan was just through that's the roof. That's where I got my yeah. That's where I got my Cheap Trick Jones, and then I went backwards. I right. went and that's back- where uh, that's yeah. where I got sick of that song because every time you yeah. turn on the radio, I want yes. you to come on. But I have to say, oh, the live version does kick butt all over the yes, it does studio Yo, version. Do you have a favorite song on there, Jerry? Uh, yes, Downed and Southern Girls. Love Southern Girls. I, I texted you guys or messaged you guys a couple three days ago. I I probably haven't heard in color in fifteen years, easily. And I just played it through through the AirPods, laid on the couch, and I was like, "Oh, I forgot about this. Oh, I forgot about that." <laughs> I'm also a big fan of Clock Strikes Ten. Great song. Yeah. The um, thing is, though, you got all that music. My Jones was from Budokan. Yeah. So when you go back and listen to the same song on In Color, it's a little sterile too because it's, it's a studio. little ragtime piano and some uh-huh. of the background, and and it's like, well, wait a minute. Now I want to throw something. Would- I want to throw yeah. something at both of you guys because I know neither one of you like re-recordings and you don't like bands going back and redoing their work. No, don't touch it. Have either of you listened to the 1997 re-recorded versions of In Color produced by Steve Alb- Albini? I no. don't care who they produce it by and I don't care if the original yeah. band's in it. I'm okay. not going to do it. All I'm going to tell you. Oh, no, gonna, no, no. Hear me Frank, out. Frank, don't tell me you have a favorite song. Just hear me out. Oh, no, Frank, no. If you like you the production. the best Sabbath album was the one with Dio. Come on. You're killing me, for God. And he was right. (laughs) This is, again, hear me out. If you like the production of the debut album, look it up on YouTube. They have the complete album re-recorded in 1990. Because Cheap Trick was never happy with the way In Color came out. They hated the sound. It's a little bubble gummy. Yeah, it's a little. Uh, Go back. Do yourself a favor. To me it is. If I'm you look okay. at the debut and in color, it's just vastly different. Just only, only because you're saying it. Steve, look up <laughs> Steve, Cheap Trick, Steve Albini um, recordings. The whole album's on there, plus three or four other demos. But it sounds it. like they just finished the debut album and then jumped right into in color. It is the same production as that at first album. Very raw and punk sounding. That's why I love their debut. Uh-huh. I, I, That's their why debut I'm telling my you. Favorite. Yeah. Well, then that might be worth looking up. Give folks. it a listen. And don't expect it to be high-end quality. No, no. But if you you're know. comparing it to their oh. debut. I, I'm telling you. If you listen to their debut and in color, it's it's night and day. I know. People, yeah. people, people watching our podcast, listening to our podcast, leave your comments down below. Tell me what you think. I want you to check it out if you're a and fan I of in color. And I they say the best Sabbath album's got Ozzy singing on it. Well, that was two weeks ago, so I'm in the present. And what I'm talking about... <laughs> that just sticks with my craw, guys. So I'm sorry, folks. Yeah. Just do me a favor and check out... I will. Check, I'll out check it out. Steve Albini. You won't be disappointed because it's a raw, gritty sounding. I think the lyrics are all the same, pretty much. But uh, Robin and Rick never liked the way in color came out so they it was their dream to go back and re-record it and so they did now steve albini i'm not not a big uh have a lot of knowledge on him but i believe he recorded nirvana and some of that other uh 90s stuff and he's been criticized quite a bit because he takes all the all the mid-range out of music and everything and he's got a certain sound that's his but i was i i listened to it twice and i was like if i can get this on cd or on a, a real good digital cut I'd, yeah. I'd listen to that over the album, over the wow. yeah, 77 album. Mm. So give it some thought. Open your mind. Right. Will do. I'm opening it, yeah. I'm going to open it, <laughs> yeah. So we all agree, least favorite track is You're All Talk. You're All Talk. I would agree, yeah, because everything yeah. else is such a gem, yeah. Your favorite, Jim? Uh, come on, come on. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. But, you know. <laughs> it's hard to pick one. Yes, it Down is. is such a great song. Yeah. Southern Girls, such mm-hmm. a great song. Uh, just perfect, good pop rock. Now, yes, uh, come on, great songs. They, they have a Beatlesque type of harmonies oh, yeah. and everything. Oh yeah. But what I was saying is, they Rick Nielsen did all the writing. Robin Zander is nowhere to be found in the writing. Tom Peterson helped Rick on a couple of the songs on In Color, and the rest of it is all music lyrics by Rick Nielsen. This mm. guy's a genius. Yes. He is. Yeah. Uh, yes. Very underrated genius at that also. Very underrated. Yeah. Yeah. 
And anybody that can have that many necks on a guitar and still walk around upright is and amazing. And still carry it and play it. Yeah. I mean, he's going to have 80 pounds of guitar on that. Yeah. Under, underrated guitar player. Mm-hmm. Very under. Yeah. Now, this is a, he was a studio musician for years before Cheap Trick came around, and he's played with some heavyweights. He really... Yeah, what was that? Uh, had a release with another band mm-hmm. that uh, gosh, played some guitar with Holland Oates. I know mm-hmm. along the Red Ledge. Good stuff. Just good. Just all the way around. That the they're they are just a talented band. Really, mm-hmm. really like them. And to be a kook and wear that turned up baseball cap and a sweater and a bow tie, <laughs> so oh, he, to look nutty, kooky, yeah, and then just lay out the rock and roll. Oh, he was a fan of the Bowery Boys. It's great. It's yeah. great. Oh, classic Bowery Boys. Fan of the Bowery Boys, and, and and he wanted to emulate that one guy that was on there, and that's way before my time. But I, I remember right. watching him as a kid. <laughs> yeah. I can almost think of that guy's name. Yeah, too. If you, you see it, and you'll know. Oh, son of a gun, that's it. So, <laughs> oh well. Well, so, so we're moving forward. We've we've kind of, you know. Got our least favorite songs. Talk about our Wait, favorite. You got you, something else? You say your favorite song? Uh, Clock Strikes 10. Yeah, I think that's Clock Strikes 10, is it? Okay. That's today. That's today. Tomorrow, it'll be something else. Tomorrow, will be but something else. it won't be that's your our, all That's talk. our prank. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We can be sure of. <laughs> yeah. I, I've just never... I, that's one of the tunes... That's one of the reasons why I did like my iPod, is I could skip that song when I, when I had it on the iPod, because I just never really gave it a whole lot of, uh, a lot of thought. It just... Wasn't a song that grabbed had to, me. Had to fill some time in the studio, maybe. I don't you know. know. Yeah, Throw no. a little thing out. Yeah. Well, our next album, uh, our next podcast is uh, Jerry's pick, right? Right. What you got for us, Jerry? What are we going to talk about? Uh, the classic Boston debut. Hey, no. oh. nineteen seventy-six, folks out in Conspiracy Land. Wow. And I remember when I first heard it, it was like, you know, I'm not a professional musician like you guys are, but I just remember thinking. Well, I know that's guitar, but I've never heard anything rock like that. Yeah. That is just and the solos. Oh, yeah, we'll we'll get to it, folks. But yeah, Boston's debut album, nineteen seventy six. I've talked with some friends who uh have made the point that uh they don't believe Tom Schultz is the genius that everybody says he is. The other people in the band were much better musicians than Tom Schultz. So give that some thought. Listen to the bass, <laughs> listen to the drums, and heck yeah, listen to Brad Delp sing. It'll Bless be, his heart. Uh, it'll yeah. be worth Voice talking about how that album was actually recorded. Yes. Yeah. That, that changed a lot of things. Changed yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. And uh, that was a whole different world. And uh, it's when you have someone who's a... Uh, physicist or whatever it is he i just remember that was the hype when it first came out oh this guy's a genius he can he plays multiple tracks and blah yeah Uh, who cares jibber jabber (laughs) i hear it on the radio (laughs) yeah yeah i like that very very that That debut album is is solid beautiful yeah very solid yeah and and another we'll probably talk about this again i've told you before how naive i am and was when it came to music I did not realize that was a guitar on the spaceship until about uh, 2018. So <laughs> never paid attention. Neither did, did I. I don't think I figured it out until either I heard it on yeah. KMET or something back in the day. Yeah. Or like uh, third stage where you can very well tell it's a guitar. Yeah. You know, Never never paid attention to it. And, uh, Neither wow. did I. You know. It's like a guitar upside down <laughs> yeah, flying away from down. you folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I picked that out pretty quickly. Did you? So yeah, <laughs> that's our gym. And see, and again, you know, some bands, their album art would take me away and I would stick hours and hours upon looking at it. Never once did I pick up the Boston album cover and say, Ooh, whoa, wow, what a cool album to cover. Me, I, now, to me, I thought it was like a nuclear explosion or something. Yeah. It was like a, it was like a mushroom cloud I or something. I just thought it was a spaceship taking off. I didn't never knew well, it was a guitar. So, well, you know, you uh, live and learn. So. Yes, you do. Some folks just live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be me. Would be me. <laughs> well, we are guys. We all are. <laughs> all right. Well, do we have any other uh, business to uh, to discuss before we uh, call it a night? How are the uh, wives, guys? How are the wives? Everybody good? Excellent. Good. Like I said, it's hey, uh, Cindy's birthday, so we're she's turned this into a birthday month. So I have plenty of things to do, whether I want to or not. And, uh, <laughs> You know, know. that's, we just, again, live and learn. That's it. That's it. You you just threw, you just threw audio evidence out there. Oh yeah. Well, we've, we've discussed it. (laughs) He blew it, Jim, but we already know that anyway. (laughs) We know that with Cindy. Yeah. We've discussed it at length that, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a long month. So 
All right. Hey, it's all good, though. Well, thank it's God it's the shortest oh, it is month good. of the year, then. Yeah, it's the you better believe it. the year, so, yeah, you don't have too much to uh, worry about. <laughs> it's great to, to get out and do stuff and uh, uh, spend time with your spouse, especially when it's your best Absolutely. friend, you know. Absolutely. And, uh, that's we're where blessed, we're at. guys. We are so blessed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's for sure. Well, do you have anything else, Jerry? No, that's pretty no. much it for me. I heard they had a Super Bowl the other day, but, yeah, you know. No. Whatever. I saw the Puppy Bowl. I don't know. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, you probably got the best viewing of the day then. <laughs> Jim, you got anything? <laughs> I do not. All right, then. Well, then, what does that mean? Shop is closed. That's right, folks. The shop is closed. Well, Episode 9, we're out. Episode 9. We've got 9 in the can. That's pretty good. Pretty that good. Is. Like us. Share. Subscribe. Instagram. Freaking YouTube. Where are we at? We're on uh, Facebook. Email, email, JFJ, yeah, JFJ Show, Gmail. Spotify. And, and before we go, if anybody's lasted this long, I want to know what your favorite Alice Cooper song is. Put it in the comment section down below. Good job, Frank. Let yeah. us know. Let us know what you're thinking. Heck yeah. Yeah. What do you think about my new backdrop? You guys like that? I like, I like it. it. I can uh, barely see the word zap. Yeah, well, I had to change is like studios. Bat, is that like a Batman motif? Uh, yeah, I'm in the Batman, the uh, Bat Got studio it. right now. Okay, because it's real close. <laughs> I can just barely see the word zap and then the, the high rise behind you. Very right. good. Very good. And, and oh. a shout out real quick before we go. I know the shop is closed, so this is kind of extracurricular activity. Um, Nate from Glass Radio got a hold of us. Nate Curiel. And, bless his heart. Yeah. yeah. Super All nice right, guy. T-shirt winner. He was our, one of our T-shirt winners, and he says, right. "You know when what? You picked him. He's going to send us some shirts of uh, Glass Radio as well." So, one one yeah. episode, we're all going right to have to sport our T-shirts on, a, on one of our future shows. How about that, and Nick and Kyle? Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely, yeah. good deal. All right, then the shop really is closed. It is really is closed. Have a Keep good night, rocking, guys. Keep rocking, folks. Keep rocking.